Hello and welcome to the Purposefield Mommy with Minnie Marie podcast. On today's episode, we're talking about homeschool life and motivation with special guest Nikki Anderson, writer, resource author, and mentor and founder of the Homeschooling Genius, all right, where wisdom meets home education. She is full of wealth and knowledge as a homeschool veteran. So I cannot wait to connect with her and for her to share a lot of insight about her personal homeschool life and some homeschooling tidbits. So join in on today's show. Hello, and I'm so excited to connect with you, Nikki. Thanks so much for joining me for the Homeschool Genius. How are you doing today? I'm great for having me. Well, I'm just grateful for you to take the time to share your wealth of knowledge with us when it comes down to homeschooling life. No problem. I enjoy sharing. So, so let me ask you this. So what inspired you to homeschool your children personally? Personally, the stories, the stories I received from a lot of the men in my life who are all now successful in their own right, mm-hmm. um, they've really expressed some uh, some of the issues they had um, as black men growing up in the public school system and a lot of um, the psychological effects that they're still working through even today as grown men. And it just made me second guess um, having two boys of my own who are African-American, you know, if that was something I wanted to risk. You know what? Being a teacher and working with children, I can definitely um, understand where you're coming from and also those gentlemen, because there is a difference. There is a double standard. And I have seen it in two different ways from the schools that are more diverse along with the schools that are sometimes inner city they too can sometimes target the boys a lot more yes yes definitely and i've also studied in my um master's program i studied education and you know i've read a lot about the disparities and just how school in general the school setting isn't really conducive to um, boys, you know, especially at a very young age. And you're our boy mom. I'm, I would like to say I'm a boy mom sort of, <laughs> but I have girls. I have three little girls and one boy, but you know what? That's what motivated me to homeschool was my son. Mm. And even when we had to transition back because my situation was different. Cause I really didn't want to, but you know, everybody's circumstances is different. And you know, going back into that setting, oh my gosh, he dreaded it. I dreaded it. Mm-hmm. And it was like back to the same old, you know, the behavior issues, the pointing out, you know, the magnifying of things that with anyone else, it would more, you know, more than likely be overlooked. So right. definitely. Right. Definitely right. agree with you with that. So how do your boys feel about homeschooling? They love it. They know nothing else. <laughs> so it helps. Um, they, it's their life, you know. Um, it's always been their life. Uh, before homeschooling, I was a stay-at-home mom. Um, I had a brief, you know, um, you know, time where I worked in corporate America. It was about six months. But for the most part, I've been a homeschool mom. So it's all they know. They love it. Um, they advocate for it themselves. 
and um, you know they've they've met their friends through homeschool, and you know they they're able to build lasting relationships. So they're loving. You know, that's one of the things that I was actually going to uh, ask you was like, you know, let's talk about some of the benefits when it comes down to homeschooling from your perspective. And like you said, you build lifelong friends mm-hmm. when children were in school because we actually had a homeschooling co-op and I actually founded a homeschooling co-op mm-hmm. and those were the most enriching friendships that we had I mean we had play dates we had classes together it was just awesome and because when you're in school it's kind of like hush be quiet don't talk because you're gonna get in trouble right right so what are the other benefits in your uh, opinion of homeschooling let's see I think in my opinion um a major benefit of homeschooling is getting to tailor the education, you know, to that particular child's learning style. Uh, Cause I realized that um, my children, I have one child that's a spatial learner and another that is a musical kinesthetic learner. And so neither of them can really sit still <laughs> for long <laughs> periods of time. And I've had to, from public school, I had to adjust to that myself because at first I'm like, sit still, sit still. And then the, the more I read about how they learn, um, the more I was able to adapt how I approach them, you know, in my own teaching. So that is definitely a major benefit um, that we've found to homeschooling. Just that, that freedom to learn. Yes. So when I, I transitioned from the public school sector to a homeschooling mom. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like uh, you, I was like used to the school setting for my own personal experience as a student. Mm-hmm. And then when I was uh, at the time, uh, assistant, a uh, paraprofessional. So I knew be quiet, do your work, don't say anything right. <laughs> until it's done. <laughs> that's what you know to do, like stop playing this work time. Right. But we, we start taking it, we stopped at that time taking the schoolwork as work. And we took that out the way and we actually incorporated the learning. Yeah. So what we yeah. would do, we would have our co-op on one day and then with the co-op we had multiple classes and our co-op was different because it was pretty much majority african-american everybody was african-american and that's how it just connected so you had our history you had our culture and oh my gosh we just let you know if you wanted to do your homework and this was the area that you wanted to sit in it was okay if you wanted to do the pe was a little different than the usual jumping jacks you know we found a lot of resources that we could do here at home to move and it was great so i definitely like that you said the different styles of learning because a lot of people are like what is my child's learning style that's important oh yes yes that's one of the first things you should do <laughs> is to assess yeah. your child's learning style yes see if your child's a visual learner some people are more hands-on it's it's different i know i'm definitely hands-on you can show me all day and put it on the board but if you don't <laughs> I have to like come show me like sit by me okay I got you I got you right right. awesome 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 so let me talk to you about this the biggest misconceptions of being a homeschooling family I know I had mine but I'm sure you have yours when it comes down to people are like what you homeschool oh yes yes (laughs) the number one thing I think you already know what I'm gonna say number one thing is it socialization socialization Yes, it's like your child is going to be so antisocial, and it was so weird because when we would go to the playground, my kids were the one talking. 
Yes. And that's the thing, you know, what's interesting is that I can actually tell if a child is homeschooled or not a lot of the time mm-hmm. because of their confidence, um, the confidence that they exude with how they talk to me as an adult. Because, you know, in the homeschool yeah. world, there's no separation between ages or, you know. Right. You know, Sometimes. Yeah, you just kind of blend yes. and you can work yes. on different levels. Mm-hmm. So you're not you're not like, okay, you are fourth grader. That's it. This is what you're doing. Because you may have a fourth grader and they can work on fifth grade work, sixth grade work, or they may need a little more assistance. So you may work on this level. So when I talk to a homeschooler and you ask what grade you're in, it's always this pause. <laughs> yes, it's like, I'm in the eighth grade. <laughs> I'm in every grade. <laughs> and they're so friendly. And when I connect with another homeschooling mom, it's like, we just start, just all of us just start talking. Yeah. Yes, they're they're so friendly, so confident to talk to just to anyone and and very, um, you know, very eloquent and articulate. Yes, very articulate. But yeah, articulate, confident. And let's talk about the moms. Let's talk about how they stereotype homeschooling. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let you go first. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um. The, the stereotype is definitely, like, I feel um, people sometimes might view me as a helicopter mom or, you know, yes. a helicopter parent. And I don't homeschool to be a, a helicopter parent. Um, that, that would stress me out. <laughs> Micromanaging my children's every move. I actually homeschool so that I can help them to be more independent in their learning. To I teach them how to learn. So that I don't have to micromanage their learning, if that makes sense. But um, yeah, that's one of the biggest misconceptions is is that I'm a helicopter mom, and you know that's far that couldn't be far further from the truth. And another one for me too, when I would be in mixed settings, um, you know, when it came down to other people who had their children in public school or private school and then you were the black homeschooler they thought I was like anti everything and very mullet oh, <laughs> and I was like um, no uh, kind of love you love everybody yes and, that, and people by default they start defending themselves by default like yep. <laughs> so when you say oh yeah we homeschool then they assume that you just judge everyone who doesn't homeschool yeah who doesn't think like you or act like you um but that's not how i operate that's certainly not how i teach my children to operate i teach them to have an open mind to embrace everyone's journey because we all have different journeys here god put us all here on different paths and I respect everyone's path whether you homeschool public school whatever you choose to do you know what you're just saying that just was a weight lifted to someone else you just don't know because some people do feel you know like okay how or what do I say because I have my child in public school and I'm a stay at home mom but you know I have my child in school and it's like look no one's shaming you you know do your family (laughs) do you it's all good but there is that anti against the world type of feeling that people sometimes thought and then even with my style of dress because when I would go to the playground because I was used to working before the school district I was a radio uh, personality so I knew about 
corporate America and sales and doing different things like that. So I would still dress, you know, not usual, not in the usual, you know, comfy clothes. I would still, you know, put my little makeup oh, yes, on, girl. my lipstick, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it was like people thought for some reason that you would be frumpy. Yes. And it was like, yeah. no, nobody's frumpy. <laughs> You still have style. <laughs> yeah, and I found that sometimes too that that can isolate you from other homeschool moms as well. Uh, you know, because you know, if if they see you dressed a certain way, they assume that you're a certain way too. So, you know, a lot of homeschool moms that you know want to dress up, put a little makeup on. Sometimes, you know, it's a lonely road for them. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it is because that was me and then I would go to the playground and the place when it comes down to home common homeschooling mistakes as new homeschooling families I'm sure you've made some I know I've made some but what are your top three that you think that you know homeschooling families make um, I would definitely have to say at the top of the list would be trying to replicate public school at home Yes. Because, you know, it's not going to be the same. Public school has a completely different protocol because they have hundreds of students to manage. <laughs> so they're, they're going by a whole entirely different curriculum, a whole different protocol. At home, you get to, you know, customize your child's learning in a way that you, you, you know, they're not able to receive that in the public school system. And so that's one of the first mistakes, bringing public school into the home and the whole sit at your desk, raise your hand, sit still. Um, that, you know, instead of experiencing the freedom that homeschool has to offer. Yes, yes, that's definitely a mistake that a lot of us made. I know I yes. made it. <laughs> it was like yes. trying to duplicate it. Look, I had the full report card that I would type up. <laughs> I was so extra. I was so extra. I had a progress report. <laughs> oh my goodness. I look back at it now and I'm like, girl, what were you thinking? <laughs> but that was just for the first few months. And then I met other homeschooling moms and then you start comparing yourself, which is another common mistake. And <laughs> you meet the ones who are doing it like we just said, where they're kind of running it like almost a school. And you're like, well, if they're doing that, then I can do it too. <laughs> Yeah. Let me get my Excel up. <laughs> Most definitely. And yes, that would be my second is comparing your homeschool journey to another person's journey. Um, that's yeah. we've all make that mistake. I still have to remind myself, you know, because there's so many awesome homeschool families out there. And now sometimes I'm just scrolling or reading a blog and I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. I need to incorporate that in my homeschool. But it's like we're already doing enough. You know, <laughs> and, mm -hmm. you know, um, sometimes you just have to, you know, just look inward <laughs> and focus on your journey and, you know, what other people are doing. That's great for them. And, um, you know, and, and, you know, just everyone just follow your own path, you know, because that's the beauty of homeschool is you get to follow your own path. If, if there was a, you know, if there was a, a set um, you know, path that we all had to take if everything was just, you know, cookie cutter, um, it, it wouldn't be, you know, as beneficial, <laughs> you know? So. Awesome. Awesome. I definitely agree with you with that. Stop comparing. Yes. 
your journey, if, if, it, if everyone who homeschooled looked just the same, you might as well be back in a public school. That's the whole yeah. point you know, of taking the control and the power of your child's education and doing it, you know, with transparency and authentic, you know, authentically where this is our journey. We're not trying to do what the Smiths are doing. This is our yes. journey. It's very, very true. And I would think another common mistake too, I know we have the unschoolers or um, things like that, but still they plan, Yes, you know, plan. Yes. You, you have to have some type of plan. You can't just like, okay, I'm just going to do it. And then you're like, okay, and where to start? Yes, yes, that is a common mistake. No vision, no vision. Just you just <laughs> you just jump it in there, and just go wing it. You you're just trying to copy and paste what someone else is doing, and and there's just no vision, no direction, and you know you can't go anywhere without vision. You know, literally and figuratively. So yeah. So you definitely need a vision and a strong one. You know, and um, you know I actually encourage families to uh write them write their vision down type it up print it out um put it somewhere where you can see it every day just like you would like a vision board or you know any other goals you have in life make sure that it's accessible to you so you can remind yourself where you're going in your homeschool journey awesome so a lot of times you know we talk about homeschooling and what people don't understand that there is a model Mm -hmm. style that have as homeschoolers now I was you know more eclectic yes. so I had yes. a little bit of this and a little bit of that to kind of make it work for the learners that yes. I had but there are different styles such as classical Charlotte Mason unschooling and thus far um do you have a particular homestyle a uh, school model that you use or anyone that you you know you kind of lean towards or you know more in preference um I'm also an eclectic homeschooler um, with homeschool models, sometimes I feel like that can kind of close you in. Um, you, yeah. you know, it kind of makes it where um, it just makes it kind of like a almost like a religious practice, almost like you have to follow the constitution. You know, what's in the model to the T. And I feel like you know sometimes you know with everything, you just have to take. You know, you have to pick apart, you know, certain things that work for your family from different models. And in that, you create a model of your own. You create your own unique model versus just following Charlotte Mason to the T, you know, to the letter. And, you know, if if that's what a person needs to do when they first start homeschooling, then, you know, I definitely, you know, recommend that um, versus not having anything, you know, any model, any vision you know, to follow. But I think eventually all of us uh, start to formulate our own model by pulling different elements from each of the models that are out there. And doing your kind of your own thing, you know, connecting with other homeschoolers at the time when we were all new and different people had their own thing that they were doing. And I think because they were new, it was like, I'm doing this right here. This is my model style. This is what I do. And it was like the collected person was like, she over there. <laughs> Look at her. She don't know what she's doing. And it's like, no. It's like, get off the collected people. Like, we're taking the little the little buffet pieces and making a meal. 
you know, understand it like that. And it's like, and I love that you said, look, if that's what you're doing, if that works for you, great. But not to look at anyone else differently because they choose a different model. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think that at some point, you know, um, every family kind of stares away from, you know, the model and just does them, you know, just does what works for them, you know, at some point, you know, so, you know, it's, it's what works best for your family, you know, regardless of the model and, and not really falling into that whole, there's one way to homeschool propaganda. Yes, yes, yes. So I know, you know, as we're all going through the pandemic, that a lot of people are at home with their Mm -hmm. children now. And that's from working parents, that's from stay at home moms. And some are like, you know what, I've been doing this for a while. And you know, I've been homeschooling, it may be new to you guys, but I'm Mm -hmm. a veteran in this. But with the new evolution of virtual learning, what can the veterans gain from this moment? Um, I, I think that virtual learning has actually made given us more outsourcing opportunities you know because you know as parents you know homeschool parents you can feel pressure to be great at every subject you know in order to teach your children so with the virtual learning I know I've taken advantage of it you know my kids with their math programs they've taken electives um and I know a lot of other moms, veteran moms, who are definitely taking advantage of the virtual learning. So it's more opportunities for for outsourcing and taking pressure off of homeschool moms to just, you know, hey, if you're not good, if you're not Keep good at all. science, you know, just you know, go ahead and, and sign your kids up for some science classes for the next six weeks, and you know, um, that takes the pressure off you. And you. You can do a virtual co-op right now, literally a virtual co-op, a co-op from people from Alaska. You're in you're in Georgia. And it's just this big thing that you can do. I have even thought about myself with doing some virtual classes so I can connect with other families and and just like, hey, you want some some visual arts and some steam and some drama and some theater. Hey, come over here. So I'm you know, and I love this. I I know I see your um, your website. And I see so many homeschooling moms like being leaders right now. And I'm seeing everyone else is like, help us, please. (laughs) Do you see it too? Definitely gotten a lot of, um, you know, people emailing, calling, you know, like people have been giving out my phone number. So I've been getting phone calls, (laughs) getting phone calls like help, you know, um, you're a celebrity um, now. You're a homeschooling celebrity. Yeah, but you know, I, I completely I understand. You know, it's 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 un you know, it's scary. It's it's really scary. It was scary for me, you know, my first year of homeschooling. So I couldn't imagine being thrusted into it, you know, um, amidst the pandemic. Uh, it, it's it's scary. Um, because you don't really? know what the future holds. You don't know if how how this is going to impact your children's education, their emotional state, social state. You just there's just so many unknowns um, when it comes to homeschooling, you know. And that's that's where my faith comes in because you know, with all the unknowns out there, like I just trust God through it all and <laughs> trust that everything is going to be everything yeah. is going to work out the way God intended it to to work out. 
Um, but I definitely understand um, a lot of the fears, a lot of the concerns, a lot of the people just reaching out for help. Um, and I commend them for it, you know, for reaching out, <laughs> you know, for help and recognizing that they need help and reaching out towards the homeschoolers. And I just love that so many veteran homeschoolers are, you know, willing to uh, offer that help, you know, to people. So I think that's great. I do, too. I really do, too. I think it's awesome. So to all the homeschooling families, you know, we just want to say thank you so much for those of you guys who are so patient and some of you all are even helping out educators, you know, <laughs> believe it or not. They're not telling you guys that, but they are following and they're like, wow, they're doing this in their class. Let me see. Can I put this in? I'm telling you, they're not saying it, but they are. So I love the homeschool genius. I would love to know more about the inspiration behind it it's a blog i mean you have so many resources you have coaching i mean let's talk well, it about just, it it just came to me um as i was driving one day the vision just came to me um and then the word you know the words homeschool genius just popped into my head and i just remember you know i was a passenger in the car and i just remember pulling out my uh my iphone and opening up my notes section and i was just tight like I was just typing so fast. Just, you know, my husband was looking over like, what is going on? Like, just, what is she doing over there? And I was just going at it. And all these ideas just came pouring. It was just like a flood of ideas. Like, just came pouring in. And That's actually how the the homeschool genius came about is, is it just, it just, dropped in my spirit you know people say that um I never understood that until now I, <laughs> and I believe it in my spirit and so I realized and that, it's real. you know I had crossed a threshold so to speak because before I used to just share my journey with people but then I found that now mm -hmm. people are coming to me asking me for advice and so then it became like okay so I'm sharing my journey um but then people want advice. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But how do you do this? How do you do that? And so I was like, well, you know what? Let me just, you know, formulate this homeschool genius in a way that helps people who are where I was, so to speak. And, um, you know, the, the passion has yeah. always been to give parents confidence because I, I say that um, whenever I talk to a mom and I just feel the lack of confidence in her voice or, or she just tells me like, hey, just I just have no confidence. I just feel so inadequate. That always pulls at my heartstrings. Always pulls at my heartstrings.